Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me Maya Gaddy, who is the founder and CEO of the company Maya Gaddy International. She also is a fellow podcaster. You can find her podcast show called Bring More You to Your Work. Maya, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to chat with you, Jen. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Maya, I have in my notes here that you specialize in working with coaches who are ready to create and deliver a transformative signature program. I think that's very interesting because I have run into many coaches, life coaches, business coaches, love coaches. And there's one thing that I feel like always stood out, if anything did stand out, and it was that signature program. So for people that are hearing about that for the first time, uh, let us know, what does it mean to help your clients, especially these coaches, if they don't even know how to begin to create a transformative signature program? Absolutely. So a signature program is akin or similar to an online course, right? So we Mm -hmm. all hear about online courses all the time. And the signature program is just a different style of that. So signature, meaning that you have something that is your signature. You've likely Mm. worked with your clients in some capacity where it's like, oh, you're amazing at that, or you do really well at that, or you know what your signature thing is. Mm -hmm. And so it's taking it into an online format typically and making sure that you can serve your clients well and really bring you, right? Bring more you into your work, bring all of you into what you do. I will say that um, over the years it's evolved for me and it's not necessarily just an online group program. Mm -hmm. It really is a signature, right? So some people use it for retreats, some people use it for um, online programs. Yes, some people use it for one-to-one work, but typically it can be used in different formats. So it's less about the format and more about the results and the specific signature thing that you do that will help your client get a particular result. Awesome. I think that's uh, amazing. And um, I I always am impressed if I know a coach has like some kind of program. But even if I think for myself, if I want to be a coach one day, like I don't even know where to begin with that. So I think it's really awesome that throughout the years you have mastered this. Let's go back in time, Maya, and tell me, how did you even begin this work to begin with? Or Sorry, let me say it again. How did you begin this work in helping um, our coaches create transformative signature programs? Totally. So it's been an evolution. So since 2011, um, a little bit before that, I was actually laid off from my corporate job. We Mm. all got awesome severance packages. And Mm. at that point, I was like, I could continue on and just keep going and probably get another job. At that time, I was well-connected in the industry. So I was doing educational sales Mm. um, for Concordia University and Loyola Marymount, which is actually my alum. So lots of different places thought, hmm, I actually want to try this business thing. So I'm going to go for it. And I did. So I started teaching online and actually started out with Silicon Beach, Silicon Valley entrepreneurs, helping them with their backend tech systems. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, okay, this is cool. It's not really passion-based. I don't absolutely love what I'm doing. It's fine. It's great money. It's fairly easy. 
but I really wanted to work with entrepreneurs that were passion-based, excited about what they were doing, and really mm-hmm. wanting to leave a legacy and an impact in the world. And mm-hmm. so I dove into, um, I guess, women's empowerment, women's coaching, and thought, this is super cool. This is much more aligned with what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I did a class, This is How to Tech. And the mm. most popular module in there was how to build your online course. And I was like, okay, let's try it out. It kind of combines all of my skills and what I'm excited about. And so it's evolved from there. I did um, launch a class, which is an online course that I did for a long time, and then Concept of Cashflow. Mm. And then what I'm doing now, which is really about having um, an ultimate checklist, I suppose, for your signature program, or that's where it starts. I also offer one-to-one coaching. Yeah. Oh, no, I think that's um, really, that's really amazing how um, sometimes it takes something as difficult as getting let go to really take the leap into something that you always wanted to do. I think about the last 10 years of myself being self-employed. The catalyst for that for me, Maya, was I got fired from four jobs back to back in my young 20s. And I remember my best friend said to me, "Uh, Jen, I don't think you're meant for a job. And so I kind of, I became that accidental entrepreneur as people often uh, find themselves. And, um, haven't looked back since. And it's just great to know that like, you know, if for anyone, you know, and I, and I think and in these interesting times who uh, maybe experience some kind of tragedy, like a loss of a job, that could just be, you know, the end of an, of a chapter and a start of a new one, um, a new opportunities in your, in your life. And I think that you are an example of that. Thank you. Yeah, totally. I think, um, I definitely was not meant for a job. I really like having the freedom and the autonomy to create things on my own, And I guess now I'm used to it for sure. When I was starting out, I felt a little bit wobbly (laughs) as we all do, I'm sure. Right. Um, But yeah, I absolutely love uh, the freedom that it allows me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it's very impressive that you have been in this space for nearly a decade now. So tell me, what's your secret? <laughs> what, what kept you in the game for this long? And, and the fact that you're still, in, you're still continuing to do it? That's such a good question. I would say perseverance. <laughs> like, let's just keep going, keep going. Um, but one of the things that I always say, so my client, um, actually a client I was speaking with yesterday, she has a brick and mortar business, mm-hmm. um, which makes great money and she loves the business, right? But perhaps she wants to transition out of it and have a bit more of retirement for herself and not have to work, not have to always be the one that's present 100% of the time mm-hmm. to you know, make money, which money's great, but she wants to have some downtime, spend some time with her grandkids, that kind of thing. And so I think it's not always about creating necessarily the best content or having the best branding or the best images, or at least that's the way I've always thought. From month one, I needed to be profitable. Mm. So that's always been my focus. How can I align what I want to do with the money I want to make. Of course, in the first month, I wasn't making a ton of money. I was like, if I can at least make a profit and I can grow that profit Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) over time, that's all I need to do. So a lot of what I do, especially um, in the beginning when I'm working with clients is grassroots, right? So it's Mm -hmm. reaching out to people you know. Um, I was telling her, for example, referrals, features in front of other people's audiences, Mm -hmm. in addition to reaching out to your email list. If you don't have an email list, thinking about the people you know who are your ideal clients or who know your ideal clients. Mm -hmm. That's certainly not the way you scale and build a funnel and some of the, all these other things that we talk about. And I think, of course, those things are important too. 
But when you are starting, or even if you're in business and you're starting something new, sometimes it's like, we need to get back to the basics mm-hmm. and make sure we're profitable first. So I think really that's the most important thing. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that when um, people get into business for themselves, they're thinking about this perfect ideal client. And I had a colleague of mine years ago who said like, okay, but would that client, that ideal perfect client actually pay you? Like you need to actually think of people that will pay you. (laughs) So if you're thinking about kids, are the kids going to pay you? No, probably the parents. So maybe you want to market toward the parents, right? So like just just having that in mind. And um, it is interesting how a lot of us think, or many of us will think that, um, they have this perfect person. Um, but as they get into business, they realize, Oh, I don't think that's the ideal person. And they kind of figure that sometimes the hard way. Yeah. Sometimes the hard way. Um, I feel like if you go at it with, okay, I want to have this beautiful image and beautiful branding and beautiful look. And I know in my mind, this is the ideal client, but you haven't actually tested it out. You haven't mm-hmm. actually done like the back end work, like a founder's round or something. And mm-hmm. sometimes you get into that and you're like, Oh, it's over here. So do the O first, right? Make sure that you actually know. <laughs> yeah. Let's fast forward from. to that moment. You're like, Oh, I should do it differently. Let's, let's do that at the beginning. How about that? Yeah. Let's save ourselves some time and energy and stress and resources and just get that out of the way. <laughs> Absolutely. A thousand percent agree. Yeah. It makes it so much easier to figure that out first. Yeah. So Maya, I know that when you create these programs, they can range from, you know, retreats to uh, like in-person stuff, but oftentimes it's been online courses. Uh, in the in the last couple of years of you doing this, do you feel like there's been a shift in how, um, let's say people perceive online courses? Because I feel like maybe sometimes people prefer the in-person, but it maybe with digital kind of rising and being more popular. Uh, tell me about how maybe that growth or transformation has looked like for you if, if it has looked different throughout the years. That's a wonderful question. I would say that people who typically come to work with me mm-hmm. really want their clients to have a more intimate results driven approach. So that typically leads to smaller class size mm. if they are doing group or one to one. I think that's kind of like my niche and what Mm -hmm. people are excited about when they talk to me. I haven't, I have done a big box system. So launch your class is more of a bigger box system. I sold 50 to hundred of those Mm. every round to roughly every quarter. And that was great. But for me, I wasn't really seeing the results I wanted. So it was like 50% of the people who enrolled actually completed it and went through. Mm. We all know, or if you look at the online classroom stats, it's, you know, a particular amount of people who actually go through and finish and implement. And Mm -hmm. so I really wanted something different. And so I took my programs live and then I started to do one-to-one again and then got a roughly nine out of 10 people who went through it really were successful, made their money back and were able to go on and triple double whatever they wanted to do with that and, you know, use it in different formats. Mm -hmm. So I think that the online trend that I'm seeing now is people are starting to get curious. Mm. Um, If you look at what coaches are doing, I see a lot of coaches Mm -hmm. who I haven't seen teach online courses in particular before teach online courses. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not that they weren't doing online courses. They were doing them, but they weren't necessarily teaching it to people. Mm. So I think what I do is a little different in that, you know, the way I explained signature programs before is typically geared towards existing business owners who already have a thing that they do versus someone coming in and trying to find a new thing to Mm -hmm. do. I think it also applies to someone who has been a career professional or who, you know, they already have a thing that they do that still will translate into a signature program. 
Yeah. So essentially someone who is already established and they just want to really fine tune or niche down or get that, you know, that perfect signature um, program, as you're saying, uh, down <laughs> and, and kind of almost have that be their high ticket um, item is, is also what it sounds like. Uh, Maya, I am curious. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say, um, I think one of the things about signatures is what I've seen a lot of for mm. online business owners or even people who have a brick and mortar business, the signature program becomes the thing that they always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Or it's like that thing that they have in their programs, like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if I could just focus on this? Yeah. Right? Bring all of them into it, their teaching, their passion, um, everything, right? So if you mm-hmm. think of like a chef with a signature dish, that's like yeah. their thing and the one they get popular on. Um, I think that's what, people get really excited about. So that's the fun part for me. It's like, let's work towards what you really want to do versus the thing that's just actually selling. Let's combine those things and make that a reality. I love that. Uh, Maya, so without um, uh, giving too much away, uh, because obviously we want people to talk to you about this, if if people were to uh, start, you know, putting together a signature program, what are some key things that maybe you... uh, identify with them to figure out what that signature program could look like? Yeah, I would say there are two or three key things. So one, what is it that your clients or your customers are typically coming to you for, right? If you're Mm -hmm. a florist, maybe it's a particular um, arrangement that they absolutely love and that one sells the most. Mm -hmm. Or if you are a studio owner, perhaps there's a certain class that clients absolutely love. You're a lawyer, right? Same thing, whatever the thing is that people are saying you love doing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's probably the second thing. Not just what people are buying, but what is it that you love to do? Where does that meet? Mm-hmm. And then perhaps the third thing is, is it making enough income or can you right. visualize how it might be able to make enough income for you to really replace or even bring in a second income for you? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, I think those are two very important things. <laughs> you have to love it and you also ha- it also has to be profitable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think that's really exciting. And I, I imagine that coaches really um, are, are thrilled to work with you. Can you tell me, um, you know, what are so far, uh, maybe, maybe in the recent years, I obviously you've been in this for about a decade now, but what are you most proud of so far in running Maya Gaddy International? Yeah, I love seeing my clients' clients' results. When they get that. the testimonials videos and like, or even the written ones, but I really like the videos, mm-hmm. seeing what we put together, the people actually go through it, their outcomes and transformations. Mm. Yeah, definitely. It's kind of like success isn't success without someone else's success or something like that. <laughs> I don't know if yeah, I said that right. <laughs> no, no, totally. I think that it's just so nice to, there's a lot of work, a lot of um, skill set mindset and then an environment shift that typically goes into the work I'm doing with clients. Mm-hmm. So to see it all come together and then, you know, kind of like be transmuted through their clients. It's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the last thing Maya, um, I have here in my notes is that you especially love working with women. So what is it about women? And I feel like I already know cause I'm a woman, but what is it about women that you enjoy the most um, in working with them? Yeah, I would say, you know, I feel like it's not that I don't think that men aren't necessarily passionate about what they do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's been my experience though. And from what I have seen where I started my business, 
um, and I stepped into kind of like the women's empowerment, women's coaching space, Mm -hmm. women want to leave legacies, Mm -hmm. right? When a woman makes money, it spreads throughout the community more. They're really able to help. And it's a, it's not a, an afterthought. Mm-hmm. it's a, this is one of the main reasons I want to do it. Yes. I want to make money for myself and make sure I am well and my family is well and we are secure, but I also want to make the world a better place. Yeah. And there's a lot of creative thought and input that goes into that. It's just intuitive. Mm-hmm. It's a natural part of what we do and how we do business that I think is so important for everyone, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe whether you are a parent or not, maybe it's that maternal instinct where you want to build a better life, you know, for your kids or for the people that you love and care about. Not saying that guys don't have that, but it's just there's just a different um, depth that women in general, I'm just totally generalizing because I'm sure some men can have it too, but just that certain depth where it's like, this is more, this is more about, you know, the people that, that are going to um, exceed me or succeed me, um, whether it's kids or the people I love, for example. And so I, I love that. And I, I think it's very bold, you know, uh, to have women empowering other women essentially. And it sounds like that's what you do. Absolutely. And um, I've actually had this question before the podcast and some guys have asked me this question, go, why not men? Right. (laughs) And so I just think that this is my niche. This is what I'm most excited about. It's part Mm -hmm. of my signature to really help women, women X, to make sure that you are leaving the impact and the legacy that you want to leave. Mm-hmm. that you haven't just thought about it and dreamed about it, but you've actually put it into place and made it a reality. Yeah. Well, beautifully said. Maya, I have really enjoyed our conversation today. I want to make sure we uh, covered everything you want to share. So is there anything else that you would like to share with our entrepreneurs and small business owners listening to you on The Thoughtful Entrepreneur? Yeah, just one last thing. So I would say that perhaps almost everyone has a signature, right? You have a thing that you love and that you do, perhaps you're in the beginning phases and you know you need to develop it more. You want to become more of an expert or more of a go-to, more of someone who's really earned their place or found their space in their craft. Mm -hmm. And that's okay, right? But I think that almost everyone has a signature. So there's an opportunity there to really create a signature thing. It doesn't have to be an online program. It doesn't have to be a big box system. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be something that you don't enjoy. Mm -hmm. It can be simple, not necessarily easy, but it can be simple and clear. And you can create your signature from what you do and enjoy Mm -hmm. it. Wow. And that's a great way to wrap up. Maya, thank you again so much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure having you here on The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. Yeah, thank you, Jen. Such a pleasure. Yes. And to our listeners, once again, this is Maya Gaddy. She is the founder and CEO of Maya Gaddy International. You can also hear her on her podcast, Bring More You to Your Work. With that said, thanks so much for joining us and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence each month. We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform 
and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.